So what you're telling me is that we've never made money? That was it. There was an awkward pause. This fellow was not impressed. And I'm going to tell you all about it in just a minute. All right, let's get started. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Dylan's Podcast. I'm Dylan. This is my podcast. This is where I chat about the things I'm learning, helping entrepreneurs that have backed themselves into a corner or trying to figure out how to run their business more profitably, fix the problems, and ultimately create a lot of value. I just want to let you know that I've gotten a few notes over the past couple of weeks Um, from some of the episodes that I published, and I love the feedback. First of all, I love that a few people are paying attention. I love that uh, a smaller group of people, a handful of people, are sending me uh, some notes and some questions, and so I really appreciate the support. Thanks very much. Hopefully, you're finding this helpful. Uh, Hopefully, uh, you enjoy listening to this, but more importantly, hopefully, you can get it in front of an entrepreneur that's having a rough go right now, and they just need some new ideas, they need something new in their ear to maybe help them turn their business around or solve some of the problems that they're having. Today's problem is one that, you know, you'd be surprised, but it happens quite frequently. It happens that an entrepreneur will want to talk because there's a pressure point, and usually the pressure point is something financial. They've got a financial commitment or obligation that they're unable to meet, and so I jump on the phone with them when we start talking about it invariably at some point, I've got to ask the tough question. Tough question is, can I take a look at your financials? And if the entrepreneur has them, which is, you know, there's a 50-50 chance that they may or may not, and even if they have them, oftentimes they tend not to be right or updated. But nonetheless, let's assume that we get them. One of the very first things I look at is on the balance sheet, and I, looked at re- and I look for the retained earnings. So if you're thinking about this right now and you're going, wait a minute, uh, what does my balance sheet look like? Maybe press pause on the podcast, go get your balance sheet, pull it up on your computer, get the printout, call your accountant, whatever you need to do. And then once you've got it in front of you, go down right to the bottom and you're going to see a line item called retained earnings, shareholders equity. It's going to be below liabilities. And if that number is negative, chances are your business has never made any money. Now, Here's my disclaimer right up front. I'm not an accountant, okay? I'm not that smart. Lots of great accountants out there that can help you figure this out properly. But the majority of financial statements that I look at for small and medium-sized businesses tend to show negative retained earnings. Um, And I'm going to talk a little bit about why that is and what you can do about it. Uh, But let's start with some really basic stuff. First of all, cash in the bank account does not mean that your business is making money, okay? Cash flow is not profit. You really got to get your head around that because that tends to be the biggest false positive that an entrepreneur will look at. They'll think things are really great. Things are awesome. But then if you do a little bit of investigation and you dig through the weeds and try to get through the pile, you realize that the business actually doesn't really make any money at all. But because the turn of cash in their business is so, you know, either large or frequent, they misunderstand that they must be, they say to themselves, well, if there's money moving through the business, clearly we must be profitable, but that often isn't the case. And then you do that long enough and your business ends up hitting a wall. That wall tends to come when sales start to fall, cash flow through the business starts to 
slow down, and that's when the pressure really starts to show from either the government calling, asking for their money for things like tax and payroll, or vendors call because now your 30 days or your 60 days are now your 90 days behind because you simply don't have the cash you did before. But let's get back to the point here, a business not making any money. Um, retained earnings, shareholder hold equity, equity on your balance sheet, what does it say? Is the number negative? If the number is negative, basically what it means is the cash that's moved through your business was supposed to go to vendors or to the government or to your credit card or to your line of credit, but instead it didn't. It ended up leaving the business. And typically that took the form of a management fee or an owner's draw or some some mechanism that the entrepreneur was recording to book the money they were taking out. Another quick test, if you've got negative retained earnings, is if you go a little higher up the balance sheet into the liability section, there's something there called accounts payable. And then if you go up above that into assets and you see accounts receivable, if the math is backwards, meaning you owe more payable than what's coming in receivable, then you, gotta, then you know for sure that your business isn't making any money. Uh, not only have your, has your business not making money, you've probably taken money that wasn't yours to begin with. It was supposed to go somewhere else. It was supposed to go to your vendors, the government, or your other obligations. So why does this happen? Well, in my experience, this generally happens because expenses need to be paid sooner than when the cash or the revenue actually comes in for your customers, and this causes real problems. Now, if you're a small, tiny little business doing 100 grand a year, probably not a big deal. But the minute you start creeping up over half a million, million, two million, five million, 10 million, that's when it starts to become a real problem. Now, you might be saying, Dylan, 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 I have a house and it's paid for. I have a car and it's paid for. I have money in the bank, I've got an RSP, I've got investments, all paid for. I would say, let's look at your balance sheet and if you have negative retained earnings and or your AP and AR is backwards, then you have all of those things because the people that you owe money to financed it for you. You might be saying, what are you doing? Financed it? What are you talking about? Well, if you owe vendors money and you don't have it and you own a home, chances are that you own that home because the vendors you owe money to paid for it because you took the money into your own account that was supposed to go to them. If you owe the government for tax or payroll, or, or other reasons, but you've got money sitting in your personal investment account over the period of time that you've owned the business, chances are that the money sitting in your investment account that you took from the business was actually supposed to go to the government first. So again, I'm not an accountant and there's going to be exceptions to every rule, but generally speaking, small and medium-sized businesses want to see positive retained earnings on their balance sheet, not negative. Okay, okay, okay. So now that we've talked about and I've made you feel bad or I'm, I've got you really thinking, maybe I've put a, a stone in your shoe, let's get talking about what you can do to turn this situation around. Now, the first thing that you need to do is you need to generate more profit or take the profit that you're generating and use it to pay down your debts on your balance sheet or build the assets on your balance sheet. We're gonna do a quick little financial recap here. And I think I've been doing this on almost every podcast episode. But your balance sheet is a, is a representation of what your business owns, what your business owes, and what's left over. Your profit and loss statement is what does your business earn, what does your business spend, and what's left over is profit. When your business is generating profit, you have to do something with that profit. You either 
buy assets, inventory, equipment, put it in the bank, etc., or you use it to pay down your liabilities, your accounts payable, your line of credit, your government obligations. And so if you want to turn your situation around in your business and you actually want to make some money and you're using retained earnings as your easy, simple, quick test, then what you got to do is you got to start using your profit to pay down your debts and or build your assets on your balance sheet. Now you've got a business that's worth something. Now, when you say, I own my own home, I own my own car, I've got money in my own personal bank account and it came from my business, then we look at your balance sheet and we can see that retained earnings are positive, chances are pretty good that now you've got a business that is actually making money. Something that you can be really, really proud of. So if you're listening to this, now you feel guilt-ridden, Now you're wondering, what the heck? I I don't even know where to begin. First place to begin is sit with your bookkeeper, sit with your accountant, or you can call me if you want, send me an email. I'd be happy to look at it for you. But work with somebody who understands financial statements and can look at your business in a very simple way. Doesn't need to be complicated. Doesn't need to cost you a lot of money. But have them look at your balance sheet. Have them look at your profit and loss statement and say, am I actually making money here? They might say, Well, it looks like your business is making money. There's revenue, there's expenses, and it looks like there's profit, but it looks like you're taking all the profit out. Instead of using that profit to pay down your debts, to build up a cash reserve for the future, or to um, uh, do, do things that are beneficial to the business, like buy new equipment or buy inventory, it looks like you're taking these management fees, or you're paying yourself a dividend, or you're paying yourself an owner's draw. So instead of doing that, why don't you take the profit, do something else with it? I always recommend that a business should be able, much like a personal household, a business should be able to float its overhead for at least half a year, if not longer, based on cash reserves. So you should have access to enough cash, line of credit or cash, or the difference between your accounts receivable and your accounts payable. So you have more money coming in than what you owe going out. So a business should have at least half a year's worth of operating cash available. So if you couldn't If you couldn't accept uh, another sale or you couldn't sell another product or service to your customers, how would you pay for your business expenses for six months? That's kind of a pretty easy rule of thumb. But if you do that, if if you can get your business into the habit of doing that, then the next step is having a plan for how you're going to invest the capital in your business. Now, I know there's some of you listening right now, they're going, look, Dylan, I got like negative retained earnings in my business. You're right. I owe all these people money, but I got all these personal assets. And now I realize that it was those people that paid for these personal assets. And oh man, now this is really awkward. If you feel like that, then it means you've got a really great place to start. Because chances are, you probably do have a good business. You probably have a business that is out of whack with its expenses or out of whack with where the cash is going because you're not really sure where it's going. Now, Big old caveat here. Some businesses just, they are just no good. Sometimes you go and sell products and widgets, uh, you take the cash out, and there's no way you could ever replenish it. But in my experience, that's like a small percentage. The bigger percentage are, are entrepreneurs or business, uh, who run businesses that simply get um, cross-threaded, cross-footed, and they, they find that they're, they're back on, on their heels instead of being up on their toes. So uh, if you find yourself in that position, this is a great time to start and figure out how to create a valuable business. If you own your own home, awesome. If you've got your own car, great. If you've got your own investments, great. But if your balance sheet is out of whack and it was your vendors and the government and business loans that ultimately kind of really paid for all of that, 
And this is a great place to start to be motivated to turn the business around. Start with figuring out how you're going to build up some cash reserves. Then start figuring out how you're going to invest in the future. What are you going to do to make sure that this business is in fact viable? Now that might require adjusting your standard of living a little bit. That might require taking less money out of the business or doing what I always recommend an entrepreneur should do if they can do it is to say, I'm only going to take a dividend out of the business when there's profit. Now, I'm not going to explore what that sentence means, but you certainly need to talk to your accountant to understand it. But basically, if the business performs, then I'm going to benefit. If the business isn't performing, I'm not going to take money out of the business, which is ultimately coming from my vendors, from the government, or from the other creditors that I owe that money to. So that's a pretty good policy. And then once you figured out how to build a cash reserve and you're investing in the future, then, then that's when the real fun begins as an entrepreneur because that's when you get to do some really great things uh, with your business. So notwithstanding that this fella wasn't very happy that as we went through his math, it looked like in nine years his business had never made money. Nine years, sorry, seven years had never made money. Negative retained earnings were really, I mean, they were, <laughs> they were millions of dollars. And... Um, you know, because the business was so active and generating so much cash, it just never kind of crossed his mind that his business could, in fact, be so backwards. But it was, and uh, he just needed he just needed some direction. And now it's going to be a bit of a road. But I think because of the kind of business he's in, he's going to be able to turn this thing around quickly. So I sure hope you found this valuable. I know that there it can be can be super lonely being an entrepreneur. There's not a lot of people to talk to, and sometimes you have questions or you got thoughts rolling around in your head. And I'm hope I'm hoping that in you know in some small way that this podcast, for the ten or the fifteen minutes that we hang out together, gives you something to think about. It's uh, snack size or bite size, and then gives you ultimately um, a course of action or some consideration to courses of action that you can take to ultimately get the business that you want. So that's all I've got today. But remember. Strive not to be a success, but to be of value. And I believe that a valuable business is one that saves for the future, invests in new opportunities, and gives back to the community that supports it. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe. Please rate. But more important than that, just reach out. Send me an email. Connect with me on LinkedIn. And let's talk about uh, your business. Be glad to help if I could.